This is an ABC podcast. Hello? Yeah, I'm at home. No, I'm not on the toilet, Mum. Ah! Dropped it in a... In a, in a puddle. You know, I, I, dropped it, I dropped it in a puddle. Uh, there's a puddle in my house and, and, and now the screen is cracked. Oh man, I'm out of rice. I've only got pasta. Does pasta work? This is Frugal from The Pineapple Project. I'm Nazim Hussain and we are on a mission to make you rich. Well, a little bit richer. We're going to do that by thinking about how you spend your money before you spend it. And also, we're going to show you all the ways that you can be tricked into parting with your hard-earned dollars. And today, the smartphone. We've all got one. You're probably listening to me right now because of your smartphone. In a tiny space of time, smartphones have conquered the world. And yeah, they're tiny, but not cheap. You can easily drop a couple of K on them, and there's still all this other stuff you've got to pay for. Your plan, extra data, insurance, headphones, screen protectors, the list goes on. But here's the thing. If you're going to start breaking those paycheck-to-paycheck spending habits, you've got to look at what you're forking out for your smartphone each week. Take out your phone right now. Give it a good, hard look. Look at it in the eye. That's a selfie front-facing camera. Even if it's a few years old, I'm guessing it can still take photos, play your music, and sometimes make and receive telephone calls. Remember them? Well, I'm looking at mine right now, and it's got a massive freaking crack right down the middle. So, I guess I should get a new one, right? But spending over $1,000 on a phone? What? That's hard to justify to my mum. You're spending four figures on a telephone? Nazim, you can just pick one up from hard rubbish. Yeah, but what about sending emails, mum? You want to send an email? Hey, just use my computer. Or write a letter. 45 cents, get a stamp from the post office. Come on, Nazim, I've just saved you $999.55. Yeah, I've got to text my friends too. Text messages? You mean short letters? Just send a postcard. Be smarter. I don't think I'm alone in spending too much money on the shiny little things we put in our pockets, am I? Why is it so hard to get a new phone and not blow all your cash in the process? In the past, I just walk into a store, someone speaks to me, shows me a couple of phones, I choose the one in the colour that I want, I sign a dotted line, and then money comes out of my bank account. Well, Brendan Markey Towler is a behavioural economist, so his idea of fun is working out how we make these decisions and what tricks are being played on us to make us spend more than we need to or want to. And even he finds his stuff hard. Oh my God, you know, it's like I've got to take into account the RAM, the processor, the operating system, the camera, the microphone, the look and the feel of the thing before we even get to the plans that the phone comes with, fixed fee or credit, plan or bundle, unlimited or metered internet, you know, what speed? And, you know, I have a PhD in economics, right? So so what hope do the humans have if robots like me <laughs> can't make decisions in these situations, right? It's just We're it's too much from yeah, humanity stuffed. Is what you're saying. Yeah, so so it's just you get overwhelmed by the complexity of the decision. Oh my god, you're singing my story. Yeah, right. And, and it's not because you don't care. It's not because you're stupid. It's because you do care, uh-huh. and you get pulled every which way. It's why you know, just we do judge books by their cover, right? Uh, we do judge a phone by how it feels in our hand and the beauty of it. Another thing that happens when you're in that situation, you're very susceptible to judge the value of all the options available, all the phones, by the first price you see. Do you refer to this as price anchoring? 
That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So Can you explain that. So when you go in, you don't know what a phone's worth, right? You don't know what all the rare earths that went in to make it are worth. You don't know how much the the operating system costs to develop. You don't know how much all the metals are that that, that make up the casing, or well, plastic usually, but um, you know that that make up the casing. So you don't know what the value of a phone is. Right. So what your brain often does is it will hook on to the first number that's presented to you and then use that as a judge for the relative value of all the other options. So you walk into a shop and you see the most expensive type of phone. Yeah. Like the with all the, you know, with all the RAM and memory and you're like that's mm. 2000 bucks. So so your brain attaches itself to that figure. Yeah. And then everything else is relative to it, right? right. So So everything else is like a $200 saving if if the next phone is only 1800 bucks. That's right, yes. Right. So, you know, this is why when you walk into a Bunnings, uh, it's a classic example in, in behavioural economics, when you walk into a Bunnings, they've got the $3,000 uh, barbecue out the front that can, uh, you know, it's got a refrigerator attached, it can <laughs> connect to the internet. Looks so that after it's optimally, kids. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to go, I don't really want that barbecue, but that's worth $3,000. And so now you're going, well, that's $3,000. So that's what that is worth. So everything else must be worth slightly less, right? So you put that out there and it anchors people's decision-making. And so that means that you can make a decision that you otherwise might not have made. They can be manipulated. Okay. Well, look, I feel like you're talking to the wrong guy. My emotions and decision-making cannot be manipulated. I'm well aware (laughs) of advertising and all their tricks. Now, I see these people lining up for iPhones and I'm not one of them. All right. They line up, they, they camp out the front for new phones and gadgets. And I'm like, these fools, I'm not them. I'm going to wait a couple of weeks for the hype to die down a little bit and then get in there. Am I one of the chosen few? Am I, am I, am I better than the pack? Well, you're making a. You're, you're actually being quite clever there. Thank you. In one way, um, because one of the ways that we have to deal with the hype and and what we call cognitive overload uh, that goes with with the release of a new iPhone is you make a conscious decision that I am not going to go in there with everyone else because I know that if I do, I'll be swept up in the emotion of it all. Okay, so like I said, I'm not going to be first in line for the new number one super pricey phone, but. What does Brendan suggest I do when I am going to go out looking for a new phone? Leave your damn wallet at home. I always say I am not going to make a decision today. I always go back to the shop twice. Ah, Don't take my wallet, hey, Brendan. That is good advice because I make irrational, emotional decisions all the time, which is why my personal trainer has told me to put all the chocolate from my house into the car boot because if I see it, I'm more likely to eat it which is why if I really want the chocolate, I've got to go outside in the cold, open the car boot and eat the chocolate in the driveway, which is what I do most nights at about 3am. All right, I've left my wallet at home. I'm at the shops. But now how do I even know what I need out of a new phone as opposed to what I just want? Sometimes I almost start with the assumption that I don't need it. Whatever it is, like, there's all these new things coming at us from every single direction, and I just kind of assume that, well, I probably don't need that. That's my frugal guru, Dave Gow. Dave's in his early 30s. He had an average income, but he saved so much of his money that he now basically doesn't have to work. I hate him. His phone's a few years old, and I wonder, is he missing out? I mean, what about that extra lens on the camera? (laughs) 
<laughs> what about it? You Are know. you a photographer? Oh, nah, but, you know, the selfies look better. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's the Actually, thing. the it's selfies such... don't look better because the camera's on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's a good example. Like, it's such a minor improvement and we're happy to go and spend, like, sign up to spend, like, $2,000 for such a minor improvement. And then the next year, there's, like, some other minor improvement. Like, oh, yeah, I want that. What about a ring light? A what? A ring light. I don't even know what that is. It makes you look good. It brings out your cheekbones. Um... It's great for for selfies. Yeah, okay. No. Man, man, I'm out of the loop. What about those glittery um, phone covers? Yeah, see, I actually think a phone cover is a good idea. You know why? Because it saves you repair costs. Yeah. Oh, I'm a quick learner. Yeah, see, man, you're getting there. You can buy a good iPhone secondhand for a couple of hundred bucks and it will last you quite a long time. And then for a plan, you avoid the $80, $100 a month plans and you can get a prepaid plan then and it will, that will save a fortune and then your ongoing phone costs are like 10 or 15 bucks a month really i've been doing this all wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm here mate <laughs> no i need you in my life you're you're currently in my favorites on my phone that i own a contract with <laughs> <laughs> um but it's only got two lenses so i'm i've still haven't i'm not a sucker completely and i haven't gone out and bought the latest phone with the three lenses, but I am jealous every time I see someone with those three. How do I combat those feelings? Where do you think the feelings are coming from, though? I don't know. Keeping up with the everybody else. Yeah, see, that's a thing. Sometimes it's about us wanting to feel good about ourselves and thinking that, oh, I'm a loser if I don't have this or this or this. But sometimes it's about like, oh, I want to have the best thing, so then I'm kind of better than everyone else. So... It's not really healthy to be playing those comparison games with yourself and and everybody else. But Are you trying to tell me, Dave, that I am not a loser for not having the latest phone? You are not a loser, man. If you ask people, hey, would you still like me if I didn't have the latest phone? Man, you would get 100 emails in the next 24 hours like, dude, I love you no matter what, what phone you have. Man, can you please be my life coach? Of course. Thank you. That's all I needed. I'm feeling better about myself and I don't feel like buying a new phone. So you've saved me 2000 bucks. This call has paid for itself. Ah, frugal Dave, always on the money. Or, or not on the money because he's frugal. If you want to read some of Dave's frugal ideas and even see his annual budget for yourself, you can search him up at Strong Money Australia. Just saved myself two thousand dollars. I could probably put that towards buying. Nazim, no, don't buy new things. Okay, fine. No more new stuff. The whole point is, I'm trying to live with less so that I can buy more time for the things that I want to do in my life. So if I want less, I can get by on less and therefore work less. Genius. But I do still need some kind of phone. That's where Christian Sharma comes in. He's a tech journalist, and despite that, he doesn't think that I need to buy the newest phone. Phones are getting really good now, right? And so a phone from last year, in terms of when you start comparing the latest model with last year's model, the improvements are incremental, uh, you know, if if anything. So uh, they're very minor. Take it for someone who reviews phones for a living. The older model, the predecessor, is going to be just as good, uh, but it's going to be deeply discounted. And so that's the time to, you know, because as retailers try and clear out stock and stuff like that, that's when you get some really good deals uh, on that phone. I hate using the term older phone uh, because it's still a, you know, 
they're still fantastic. Uh, you know, whatever you're buying, you're still going to get pretty much the same features as the newer phone. You might get a slightly better camera, but that's that's probably the most noticeable difference you'll get. Yeah, but a slightly better camera is good for your selfie game. And also, what about Dave's other suggestion to just get a refurbished secondhand phone? Does Christian, the tech guy, think they're a crap alternative? <laughs> no, look, actually, you know, refurbish is a, is a great way to go about it. Um, you know, to be honest, I mean, it depends most of the time. Most, most sort of uh, places that offer refurbished phones, they generally do a, um, a pretty good job in terms of giving you something that looks almost, almost new uh, or near new. Usually what they would do is they replace the shell of the phone if there's any damages or things like that. So you won't get any, there won't be any signs of wear and tear on the phone, typically. Oh, so, so it actually, so the exterior is basically brand new. Yeah, typically, exactly. And you do get a warranty with it as well. So if you ever do run into any issues within that, you know, 12 month period or whatever, um, you will, you know, you do have recourse there. So uh, you could typically get some really good deals and some refurbished stuff as well. Christian also recommends buying your phone outright and then getting a cheap SIM only plan. But what else should I look out for when getting a phone plan? So you would have noticed that all the plans pretty much have unlimited calls, right? Unlimited calls, yeah. text. Does that even need to be advertised anymore? Like, yeah. of course, like I've never paid for a single individual call in my life. I can't remember the last time. <laughs> no, exactly right. They're all now differentiated on the data. Every year we get we get the research data coming in and how much of people are overpaying on data because they're busting through their data caps, right? Mm. So just making sure that you pick a plan that has enough data that you need probably add a little buffer for it as well because uh, typically what you think you'll need is it's usually going to be around double that. Uh, I think a lot of people underestimate how much data they actually use. So try and go with uh, you know as much data as you can get uh, for, that's within your budget. So people tend to spend most on their phone bills when they go over the data cap. Exactly. And, and so uh, this is the other thing I was going to say is that try and pick a plan or a carrier that, um, that has that safety net that if you do exceed your data cap, then it just slows down exactly instead of charging for every megabyte you go over your monthly data it slows you down that is definitely a uh, better way to go um, and definitely will save you a lot of money in the long run phones are a bit like banks personally i've stuck with the same company my whole life but christian says that we could be saving heaps of money if we stop doing that when it comes to phone plans we always tend to talk about or think about the big three telcos uh, but you know the reality is there is a lot of uh, smaller mobile service providers that are offering really competitive uh, rates and plans that are worth looking into. It's a very competitive space. It's a very crowded space. And that's why the prices are so good on those plans. And that goes for the company making your phone and the one offering you a plan. Thanks, Christian. If only it'd been in my life about two decades ago, I would have saved a lot of money. I mean, all this stuff is pretty confusing. But just to know that I'm making a good start if I can give up on the idea that new is always better, I think that's going to save me heaps. The other thing we're all guilty of is thinking that just because a company is big and we all know its name, that they're going to be the best option for us, when really we could save much more money if we go to the smaller players. If I can do that, then maybe I can start to get a handle on this whole frugal thing and start saving more money so that I can spend it on things that I really love, like chocolate that I could put in the car boot. Yeah. And you know what? This toilet damaged phone that I'm holding right now <laughs> doesn't smell that bad. I can just get it repaired. Save myself heaps of money. Take that, big phone companies. So, after a ton of research, here's some genuine money saving tips from our experts. One, don't buy the newest model phone. 
and hold onto your phone for years until you actually need a new one. Two, buy a less well-known brand of smartphone. What's the difference between Apple, Samsung and the rest? Marketing. Three, consider getting a refurbished second-hand phone. Four, buy your phone outright. Then you can shop around for a cheap plan that's got heaps of data. And five, listen to Dave and get yourself a phone cover. All right. Thanks for joining me on this frugal journey. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on Instagram at Nazim Hussain or on Facebook. Let me know how you saved money in your phones or maybe how you bought into the hype. Literally, just slide into my DMs. I'll definitely read them. Might not reply, but I'll leave them as read. Join us next time on The Pineapple Project as we take a look at something you all have on right now. Unless you're a nudist or a newborn baby. No judgment either way. We're talking clothes and fashion and how to look stylish without spending way too much. I'm Judith Lucy and I'm overwhelmed and dying. Just before turning 50, I realised that I was totally overwhelmed by the state of the world and my own life. But I also felt like time was running out. So the question is, how to make the most of the years that I have left on this planet? That's right. I'm going to solve my problems, oh, and yours, over the course of a mere eight episodes. Yeah, that's all I'll need because I'll actually be chatting to some people who really know what they're talking about and having some vaguely humiliating experiences, both of which will hopefully help us learn some stuff. Like never discuss your banking password with a loved one. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll be just thrilled that you're not me.